One second. All right, whenever you're ready. What up, everybody? I am Ben Troop. This is 84 Reasons, No Games, No Gimmicks, Just Reasons, His Reasons. Finally got my first Florida Gator basketball player. Every time I see this man play, I say to myself, look, man, just, just joking on him. Did he joke him? I say, man, shoot the three, shoot the three. Super smooth game coming out of Daytona. The great Colin Castleton. What's going on with you today, Colin? Good, good. Doing good. Like, Colin, man, I got I to gotta start it off just, just straight from the jump. I mean, even though what you did in the SEC is much different. Big Ten basketball versus SEC basketball. What, what, what do I think is better? Not necessarily who you think is better, man. Like, just... Just the competition. Obviously, different different leagues will have different competition. It's not necessarily who's better or worse. Just the competition yeah. must be different. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, played in two years in the Big Ten, and now next year's gonna be my you know, SEC. So I've been able to just kind of see both the games. Uh, obviously, I've played more in the SEC, um, but got some good run in the Big Ten as well. Um, I would just say the biggest difference to me and what I've been a lot of people ask me the same thing is just I would say like the speed of the game is a little bit different. Um, the Big Ten can be a little bit more physical at times. Um, but recently, I mean, SEC has gotten really physical. Like when I got to Florida, which was my junior year, which was two se uh, seasons ago before last year, which was my senior year, um, it, was, it wasn't as physical. It was a lot more fast-paced in the SEC. Um, guys were super athletic. But I'd say now with how the SEC is going, they're both equal as far as physicality because when I was at Michigan, there was a lot of huge – um, big time, big man. Like there were so many teams that had great big men, and um, that was like the thing in the Big Ten was every team had a really solid big big man and a really good point guard. And when I got to SEC, it wasn't that much of a case, but now it's kind of shifting to where um, the SEC is is accumulating a lot of like really good big men. So just even now when I watch games, I'd say the Big Ten is a lot more methodical. A lot more plays are being called. I think in the SEC, there's a lot of more teams that just play up and down and kind of play a little bit more free basketball in a way. So that's probably the biggest thing to me. But at the end of the day, they're, they're really big, big-time basketball in both um, conferences. And, like, I learned a lot in the Big Ten as well as, obviously, you know, playing the SEC. So. I know when you were going – I know when you coming up, I mean, you were 6'3", 6'4", in middle school. You had a, a big-time growth spurt, I think, from your freshman, sophomore, year six. Like, but you – I read something where I heard something where you, you always made sure your ball handling skills – was that of a guard. Talk about how much that has helped you now because the big, let's face it, the big man just means I'm the biggest guy out there. I, I can, I, I got, I can shoot. You got inside out. How much has making sure you can handle the rock helped your game come to the forefront? Um, I mean, I think it's helped a lot. You know, I think it's something that um, in basketball nowadays, especially at the next level, at the highest levels of basketball, you know, even any position you're at, one through five, you got to be able to handle the basketball, be fluid with it, and just not be like a stick out there kind of in a way. Like you just don't know how to dribble, don't know how to do certain moves. So I think it's good to always work on all your skills because um, guys that I've talked to at the next level and just learn, learned and studied, like even if they're not doing it maybe every game or every single play, like you still got to have that in your, you know, per se bag or whatever. Like, you know, because if you need to pull it out or if the game comes a certain way, you got to be able to showcase that you have those abilities, you know, because you got your guys who are primary ball handlers, secondary ball handlers. But – if you need to pull something out of the toolbox and showcase that you got it, then you're, you know, you're well prepared for that. So I think just that helped me a lot when I was younger because I was always taller. But like you said, like I've always worked on 
skill sets like in, in individual workouts or whenever I'm working out during the summer is really when I try to separate myself um, in those things because it, it helps, you know, being able to just be multidimensional is like a big thing. And especially where I want to get to with basketball, you know, you got to be able to showcase those abilities. If you're not a, a huge 260-pound guy, it's a low post, really good scorer. And even that nowadays is kind of going away from basketball. So being able to showcase that is huge. So when you went to Michigan, was Juwan Howard the coach already there? Yeah, I played one year, my freshman year, under Coach Beeline, John Beeline, who works in the NBA now for the Detroit Pistons. And then he left, and then Juwan Howard was on the Miami Heat as an assistant coach, and he came for my sophomore year. And then I played one year under him, and then that's when I transferred um, to come back home to Florida when COVID hit. Now, now we, we, know, we know how great football is high school in the state of Florida. But for people who don't know, basketball, I mean, it's it's just as good. Talk about high school basketball in the state of Georgia. I mean, I'm sorry, the state of Florida. And obviously, you were you on the AAU circuit? Yeah, I was. I played, uh, it's a team called Knight Riders Elite now. But back then, it was called Nike South Beach. It was just a different owner. Somebody came out and bought the team. And then I played for uh, the second half of the summer. My junior summer, I played for an AA team called Team Knight, which is Brandon Knight was in the NBA for a while. Uh, he was a really good player for a certain amount of time. And then, you know, he retired and decided to run up his own AU team in Florida. So I played for those two different teams. Um, but as far as high school basketball, yeah, my class 2018, it's actually funny because at the gym today, we there's a guy who went to LSU last year named Darius Days. He's like a power forward, small forward. He's going into draft this year, hopefully getting drafted. But I know him well at high school. And we were just talking about this today, which is crazy you asked. Like, our class was kind of crazy. Like, there was a lot of good dudes in 2018 that are in the league now. Like, there's a there's a lot of players in the NBA. <clears throat> and it's just a couple of us that are still in college, but, you know, trying to get to that level. But, yeah, high school basketball has definitely grown in, in Florida, I think. Like, now with social media and how it's kind of grown, like, that plays a part into it because kids, you know, you got IMG, Montverde, the big-time powerhouse um, private schools and – you know, like charter schools, if you want to say that, but those schools are really, are really good for the state because it helps funnel those kids to really good schools and then on to the next level. But it's definitely, it's definitely grown over the years. When I was younger in high school, it wasn't as, um, I would say like popular in the state of Florida, but you know, football and basketball right there neck and neck, I believe. Talking with Kyle Castleton, four, playing the four, playing the five, can handle the rock, shoot the three inside, Outside game, I am being true. This is 84 reason, no games, no gimmicks. Kyler, man, what is, what is life like for a 6'11 dude? Because obviously, obviously, thank God you do play basketball. You yeah. that, I know you got the hoop, like, well, yeah, but what is life like for a 6'11 dude for a world that's not built for a man your your your, your size, your height? Uh, I mean, it's it has it's it's positives and it's negatives. I mean, um, you know. The daily struggles that you do with are just, you know, depending on the car you're in, you, you struggle with that. Your knees get a little tired sometimes. Um, you know, doorways, that's a big thing. You know, being able to fit through doorways are, I'm always banging my head on like a door or like an exit sign. Or Yeah. I was just getting food earlier uh, in Gainesville at this uh, family-owned spot. It's called Gainesville Soul Food. And they they have really short, short do doors. And the dude in there working, there was like a fan, a fan going, and I almost smacked my head on it. I always try to like, Sometimes I get I get lost that like I'm so tall because I just I'm just walking around and like I'll bang my head or I'll be with my friends, family, whatever the case may be, and they'll be like, yo, you gotta watch out. Like you're not you're not six foot, like you're gonna smack your head on the door, be smart. So but it also has positives, like you know, being a basketball player, um, being recognized. But 
at the end of the day, it's cool. Like, I enjoy it. It's fine. But a lot of people ask me, like, oh, do you like being that high, whatever? And that's just how God made me. So I'm not, like, it's not like I'm, oh, I hate that I'm tall or I really like that I'm tall. It's just how I am. Everybody has their own unique, you know, skill or something that God gave them. But it has its negatives and positives. And sleeping on a bed, too. So I, I prefer king bed. So I got a king bed. But queen is fine. But anything smaller, <laughs> anything smaller than queen is a fit. So. Kyle, you said getting noticed is cool. It has its positive and negative. That's one thing to be noticed because I, I'm tall and I play basketball. It's another thing when I play for the University of Florida. Take nothing away from the Orlando Magic. Take nothing away from Jimmy Butler and company down there in the Miami Heat. They ain't Florida. Yeah. When did you realize, hey, man, I know what the University of Florida is growing up in the state of Florida, being, you know, Pembroke Pines, and, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, Daytona Beach, but when did you realize, dude, this brand is crazy and Florida gets yeah. attention that nobody could really prepare me for? Um, I mean, I, I started seeing glimpse of, glimpses of it like last year. My junior year, like obviously people would recognize me in Gainesville because I had a, I came out of nowhere. I transferred, everybody was like, who is this kid, whatever. And then last year, when I really, like I, I couldn't really go anywhere in Gainesville, like just a gas station, anywhere. I really couldn't go. People recognize you. But then really like towards the end of the season, towards last year, like when I would visit a friend back home or if I'll go to Orlando or if I visit Miami, like now if I go anywhere in the state, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to come up to me. Um, and that's something that like my friends told me too. They're like, yeah, like last year wasn't as, as, as prevalent, but like now, like if I go anywhere, usually in the state of Florida, like most of the time, somebody would come up to me like, oh, what's up, Pastor? Like, how are you doing? Like, keep playing hard. Keep doing what you're doing. Like, we like the game. So, I mean, it's cool to see that big of a fan base because they really are all over the state of Florida, and it's a huge, huge brand. So basically, anywhere I go in Florida, majority of the time, like I will run into somebody if I'm out doing something, um, and somebody will come up to me and say, what's up? But I definitely realized it towards the end of last season, and then definitely this summer, like anywhere I go, majority of the time, like somebody will say something. Talking with Colin Castle, the two-time All-SEC performer playing for them Florida Gators. If you're not a Gator, it don't matter anyway. This is 84 Reasons. I am being true. He is Colin. But Colin, how much easier is it to get noticed than you a baller though? Like, like let's, let's. I played in Florida, and I know what it's like to say, "Dude, I'm gonna get noticed." But it ain't like my game is. It ain't like I ain't got a nice game out there to make all SEC, whether it's first team, second team, third team, especially with the competition in the SEC now. That's got to make you feel good, knowing, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't come up in the SEC like most of these dudes. I transferred in, but my, but I had a skill set that translates to this level." Yeah, um, I mean, it's good being able to just see like where I started out of high school um, and just stay dedicated to myself, like put in all the work I put in, um, just made sure I, I really just focus on keeping my family close, my friends close and my tight circle. Like even where I've gotten to now, I try not to really stay um, open to like, you know, I keep my circle tight in, in a sense. A lot of people say that, but I try to really like live off that and make sure no matter where I get in life, no matter how far I make it, whatever. But I, I try to make sure people that who have been with me the whole time are still rocking with me. I'm still around, giving me the right advice, because that's the biggest thing. The more you level up in life, the more you make it further, there's always going to be more and more people, you know, telling you what you should do, telling you what you shouldn't do. And I've kind of realized that little by little. You know, there's certain people that will say what they want, but you got to just take it and, and keep going. But it's definitely, it's good. I, I feel like my family's proud of me, and that's really what matters to me. Like, my parents have done everything for me, sacrificed all that they did, and being able to see that pay off while they can come to the game, support me, cheer me on, wear my jersey. I mean, I can't I can't ask for nothing better than that. 
And on top of that, representing my home state where I'm from, you know, I always have that extra chip because I'm playing with that Florida jersey on because this is where I'm from. So it, it feels great for sure. You talk about keeping your circle tight, which I think is really, really good. You talk about making your parents proud, which is what every young man wants to do. But you also navigating in a social media world. You also navigating around, you know, in this NIL world we in to where they see you, they see the brand, they see your game. They assume, oh, man, Colin, why aren't you stepping out of a, you know, a Lambo, uh, a Ferrari, um, uh, 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 an extended BMW. How much of this NIL thing are you benefiting from, and how much do these people not understand? Perception is not always reality. Yeah, I mean, you know, from the outside, there's always talks and people, you know, speculate what they want. Social media says something, and a guy can tweet something, and they get a thousand likes, and somebody, everybody believes it. Everybody thinks that's what the case is, but at the end of the day, like sports teams got to keep certain things within their their circle and their team and the school has to you know has rights to not say certain things so I mean it, it's new to me too the NIL stuff everything's new I think a lot of guys who have a really big social media platform definitely are benefiting on that a lot more than certain guys you know I don't have a huge social media following I have more of a following within fan bases and people who know me but um I think I'm just growing that trying to build that up but for me personally NIL has taken care of me very well. Like I've had, you know, a decent amount um, of opportunities with that and it's definitely helped, but it's not from what I'm seeing and the way it's growing is definitely blowing up right by our eyes and things are happening very fast. Cause I don't really know too much about it and the rules and all that stuff. Cause last year was his first year, but I definitely think there are a lot of guys benefiting very well on it. But if you think there's guys out here driving Lamborghinis and all that stuff, I, you're looking at the, you're looking at the wrong ones or they're rented because I, I I mean, if somebody is making that money and spending it on a Lambo, I mean, I, I don't know what advice they're getting because that is not what they need to be doing. Unless you're making multi-million dollars, I don't think yeah. you should really be it on a Lambo right now. So, and you're in college, so who are you, who yeah. are you showing it off to? You're only you're showing it off to people at your school. So, I mean, if I had that money right now, I wouldn't even buy a Lambo, which I don't. But, um, I mean, it's perception. Like, some guys may make a certain amount of money, but nobody's ever really going to know because nobody's going to put that out to the media. And if they do, it might be maybe leaked or somebody just word of mouth said something that could not be true. But um, NIO is definitely taking care of me, so I'm grateful for it. Talking with Kyler Castleton, two-time All-SEC performer playing for them Florida Gators. Started out with the Michigan Wolverines doing it for his hometown. Gators now going from, listen, Juwan Howard, Coach White, now with Coach Golden. But calling no cap on all these Instagram people taking pictures with all these, uh, you know, luxury cars. But you look. Speaking of cars, you 6'11". So most cars are out the question. Like, nope, can't do it. Cause I, so if a car company did come to you, do you say to yourself, well, bro, y'all, listen, I'm 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 exit row, I'm first class, or I'm not flying on no planes, bro. That's not yeah. happening. If a car company did come to you, what what would be your ideal situation to have a car? And I know uh, LeBron had everybody thinking that people was driving. LeBron wasn't driving no Kia Optima. Man, stop it. Yeah. He was not driving yeah. and he did it for the commercial. What car company would it have to be for you to say, all right, man, I'm going to take the free whip, but I got to be comfortable if I'm actually driving it around? I mean, just something that's, I would say, like, towards the SUV side, something that's got a nice ride, but it, I fit comfortable in. Um, I do like my sports cars, though. I won't lie. Like, I like Chargers. I like those type of cars as well. And there's only a couple models I've sat in that I do fit in, but I had a Charger actually last year, 2017. I fit in it well, but over time, like at first, like, oh, I fit in it. And then after a while, 
they're like, ah, I don't think I fit as well. So I actually got a new car this year. I just bought a car. Uh, it's a Dodge Durango. So it's an SUV. It's a lot bigger. Got more space in it, more room. So I fit a lot, you know, more comfortably. But I mean, if I did, when I get to the next level and a car company does, like you said, LeBron James wants to sponsor you or whatever, I don't think you could say no, but people understand, <laughs> like, he's not driving that car and he probably does not fit in that car. So there's a lot of cars I don't fit in at all. Like, I, if, I, if I'll see a car, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not even going to get in it. Like, you know, I don't fit in the driver's seat. So, but if I do want to drive it or something, I got to move the seat all the way back. But, you know, I, like I said, I got the new car, so I fit in it well. But majority of the time, it's got to be like a nice SUV that I fit comfortably in. And, you know, I'm not my knee, knees up to the steering wheel. <laughs> that's, not, that's a safety hazard. So, <laughs> talking with Kyle Castle, the two time all SEC performer for the Florida Gators, man, man, with a sweet jumper. I mean, just big time player. Speaking of your game, Kyle, man, the one thing I noticed about you is, you be doing some things to these guys guarding you because they see the size, they think, okay, not mobile, uh, gonna be stiff. No, man, your footwork is elite, and you can do it with both hands, and you got a jumper. Talk about being able to say, hey, coach, man, I want to be multifaceted on the offensive end because I know the guy. I want to make it so that when guys look at the tape of me, they say, well, coach, he can go left, he can go right, he can finish, he can pull up for the 15 footer. Talk about having that all around game, especially when that's kind of what the big man is in today's basketball. Yeah, 100%. I think that's um, kind of just what I try to base my game off of. Uh, like I told you earlier, you know, in the summer, I really try to focus on key areas that are going to help me elevate my game in that in that area because, um, you know, I always bring it on defense. I love defense. Like offense is something I love too, but defense is something I really focus on, being able to move my feet well, block shots, play hard. Those are my big attributes I love, but you always want to be talented on the offensive end as well. So um, just being able to just work on those things like footwork, um, like you said, ball handling, making sure that, you know, I'm a skilled big and I can do multi, multi, uh, have multi facets to my game. Cause I watch a lot of these guys at the next level and then all these big men, I mean, they're so skilled. Like they have a lot of stuff and a lot of tools that they work on. You can just see that they're working on that every summer, um, with Joel Embiid, Jokic, uh, Carlton Towns, like these guys are really, really skilled and they're seven foot plus 250, 240 plus, like they're big dudes and they can move so well. So. You know, being able to have to compete with those guys, you got to be at that level and, you know, you got to be able to compete with them. So that's something I take pride in, being able to just um, level up my game every year, work on certain things. Um, but right now I'm going through the recovery process. So basketball isn't really a focus right now. But as soon as I'm able to, you know, use that rock and get back in the gym and really focus on it, I'm going to start adding some tools to my game. And, you know, shooting the three next year is a big priority for me, being able to showcase more of my shooting ability because I got it and I'm able to, I'm able to stretch the floor. So just being confident in that and Coach Golden, uh, he, he's giving me that ability. So, Colin, what is the atmosphere like in the Old Dome? I mean, obviously, I know what it's like. But to be, but you, you, you're the one everybody's watching. We see it on TV. We see how crazy it is. I mean, you a guy that's like, they actually cheering for. What is that atmosphere like? You know what I'm saying? When you guys are, you guys got it all going, got all, you got, it's clicking on the court, the fans going crazy. Talk about that atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, for me, there's no better feeling. Like, I'm a guy that likes being super engaged, super energetic. So I live off that. I live off the energy. You know, I know the students love it because I always get them, get them riled up and, and super loud. But man, when it's, when it's loud in there and it's a big game and it's rocking, like, it's, it's, it's a great place to play in. I know other teams are like, dang, man, it's, it's getting loud in here. So um, it's a great atmosphere when it's rocking, too. And um, I think next year, going into this year, it's going to be big because – um, one thing that I'm going to try to prioritize going into this year, too, is just making sure all the fans are on the same page, coming to games, being vocal, screaming, being loud, because it's going to be my last year and a lot of our last years. And we want 
we want to go out with a bang. Our new coach is super engaged. He's super energetic. So I know that's what he wants too. But you know, it definitely gets loud in there. Like we had a couple games last year where it was it was pretty it was pretty good. It was rocking. So um, this year, I definitely want that for like every game. I want everybody engaged. So it'll be fun. Though. I'm excited. The life of a student athlete at the University of Florida. Everybody talks about it. Not everybody can do it. You big-time player in high school, big-time player on the AAU circuit. You run into a lot of players now that want to be in your position. Tell them what it really is, though. They see the end product on a Thursday night, on a tournament, on an invitational. But tell the people, look, man, this is big business. Like, I got to be – I got to handle my business away from the court, but practice ain't no joke, bro. And I got some of the best teams in the country in my conference. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, one thing I learned over the years, too, because I'm an older guy now and I tell a lot of guys um, that are younger to come up to me like, oh, like, what does it take? Like, what do I have to do? Um, and I just tell them what I did because I can't speak on anybody else. But to where I got to, I really just soaked everything in. Like when I came out of high school, I'm not going to lie. When I got to Michigan, I was thinking like, all right, well, no, it can't be that bad. Like I, I'm 18. Like, OK, like I was really good in high school. And man, I got there. It was a wake up call. Like the schedule you got to on strict schedule waking up making sure you're on time to everything and not even on time like you got to be early like you got to work out at 10 you can't just show up at 9 50 because everybody notices that so just being able to adjust to that was was it wasn't easy for me definitely when I was in high school I was I had to adjust um when I was at Michigan and that taught me a lot of values with like preparing um working hard you know having that work ethic and just being consistent throughout your days like just because you had three or four good days, you can't let day five, six, and seven be affected in a negative way because then that roll over to next week. So just stacking your days, stacking your weeks, um, and you know being able to just be on time to everything because you got during the summer it's not as um, strict, but when the year starts, like you got class you got to go to. If you have multiple classes, you got to go to class, show up there because if you don't, they're gonna show up and tell you why don't you go to class. So you got to go to class, then you got to go from class to get food. And you might only have like 40 minutes. So you got to rush to get food and you got to rush to the gym, get ready for practice, get locked in because you may not have had a good day outside the gym. But when you go to the gym, like you got to switch up your mindset. You can't go in there lollygagging and being sad and stuff because nobody cares how you felt earlier. Nobody care. Like they obviously care of you as a person. But when it comes to basketball and being in those lines, like you got to focus, you got to lock in. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. They don't bring that drama into the gym. They focus, they lock in, they work. And the schools that are in the SEC or other players, they're doing that. They're locking in, they're focusing on what they got to get done because that's how you're going to win. And at the end of the day, when you play this game, you want to win, you want to go far, and you want to go to the tournament, you want to do all those great things. But the team to do that, they they get coached the right way, and they all do the same thing, and they're on the same page. So that was just the biggest adjustment for me was really the time management thing. And everybody talks about, it, like, oh, like, I do this as an athlete. But it's, it's really true, like, I'm not just saying that to say it. Like, you really got to be able to adjust to the lifestyle. Um, you can't be out here doing whatever you want, whenever you want, because your body will get caught up too quickly. Like, you'll start getting tired when you're not supposed to. And the season's long. So you got to be able to make sure you take care of your body and just do the right things. Talking with Kyle Castle, talking all things nutrition, getting your body right, getting your mind right, understanding this is a business. This is 84 reasons, not my reasons, his reasons. Talking all things SEC, Big Ten, Juwan, Howard Coach, White Coach, Golden. But now you're dealing with the injury side of things. That's the one thing that most people only deal with once they get to a higher level. How has the how has the uh, the recovery process, um, treatment process been for you? And how much stronger has your body gotten during this process? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I've talked to guys that have been through injuries, um, and it's helped me a lot. Like, 
I've never had like a serious injury like this where I've had to take off more than a week or two off basketball. Like I, I've never since my freshman year of high school, there hasn't been a time longer than a couple of days or maybe a week that I've not touched the basketball. Like, all right, I'm itching to get back. So um, I'd be lying if I told you it wasn't hard. Like being able to go through this process has really opened me up mentally and realized like, dang, how much love I have for the game. You know, every day being in the gym, watching my teammates work out, um, I'm just itching to get back. But I also understand I got to be smart about it because I want to have a really good year. We want to go far. Um, and so everything to work out, I got to make sure I'm smart about that. But it's great, man. Like Florida takes care of me. Um, I have a great physical therapist who helps me every every day getting back, um, recovering. I had surgery in April, uh, mid-April. So it's been about nine weeks. Um, I'll be able to start doing basketball workouts probably towards July. Um, and it just started get back in the swing of things. So I'm super excited. You know, they're they're happy where my recovery is going. But uh, definitely mentally, it takes a toll after a little bit of time. Like after a month or two, you're like, ah, oh, man, like I want to play. Because I lived my whole life around basketball. So like if I'm not playing, I'm like, dang, like what do I do? Because the first month and a half, I had to wear something on my arm, like this sling. And it, and it mobilized my arm. So I had to sleep with it. I had to eat with it. I had to walk with it. So uh, that definitely got frustrating, but you got to find day by day, just attack it. So I'm attacking these uh, rehab sessions like it's a basketball workout, you know, just sweating hard and just doing everything I can to just get back on that court and, and do what I do. So it's been good, though. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my decision coming back to the school I love, um, taking care of my shoulder. And I think it's, it's going to work out for me in the long run for sure. But um, I appreciate Coach Golden. He, he's the one who really helped me with throughout this whole process. He's been talking to me, all the coaches. And then when my teammates got here, they – They've been helping me and just I'm staying engaged, watching all their workouts. So it's going by smooth, to be honest. Any of your name into the draft. Obviously, it took it back. I was able to say I'm coming back. What went into a decision like that? Because obviously, when you know what, this is my dream. And my dream is to go to a place like the University of Florida, honing on my skills, show what I can do, go to the next level, get drafted. What went was it? Did you talk with your family? Was it Coach Golden? What went into the decision and what gave you the confidence to say, man? I'm coming back because I feel as though one more year, which is obviously my last one, is going to give me all I need to enter the next year's draft to get drafted. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, the biggest thing, like you said, was I talked to my family. Um, we talked to Coach Golden. Like, as soon as he got the job, he called me the first day. Um, and ever since he got the job, we were talking, like, every day just about my options, you know. And he, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was he said, like, he was going to support me regardless. Like, if I told him, like, hey, man, like, I don't, I'm not even interested, he was going to help me. Uh, with the next level and because he knew the player I was the person I was and he was like you know like I like you and I want to help you out if you don't decide to come back but if you do decide to come back man we're all hands on deck like it's going to be it's going to be a, a good relationship we're going to have and we're going to build off that but the biggest thing was yeah just talking to coach Golden talking to my family and just realizing like I have I have more to prove in the college in the college game as well and prove to the next level that I that I'm, I'm ready um, after this year and I'll be able to showcase those abilities when my shoulder is 100% healed because Nobody really knew, but I played the whole SEC schedule the whole end of the year with a torn shoulder. So I was basically li relying on one shoulder. Like, I wasn't using my left as much. And I realized that towards the year ended. Um, my mindset was, okay, I want to go to the next level as a senior. But then I was like, you know what? Let me do what's smartest for me long term because I'm thinking short term right now, and I want to get there. I'm close. But long term, it was the smartest thing for me um, to come back. And at the end of the day, it wasn't a hard decision because I love this school. Like I told you, representing the state means nothing more to me than like I love doing it every day and that's how I had the extra chip on my shoulder and the pride I show is because I love doing that um, but yeah it wasn't too hard decision but like I said I, I fully think I made the right decision and like the recovery process is going great 
Colin Castleton, two-time All-ACC performer, coming back for his senior season for Unfinished Business. All right, Colin, man, I mean, this your last year. I always got to ask, did it go by fast? Um, I mean, college, it did go by fast, to be honest. It, it did go by pretty quick when I look back on it. Um, I've had four full years in college, so when you think about it, that's a long time, but it definitely does go by fast. Like, looking back, um, just all the memories I made, all the teammates I had, they're good friends of mine, seeing them at the next level, whatever, cheering them on. Uh, like, my former teammate, Jordan Poole, he just won a championship. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I was rooming with him in Michigan at this dorm, this little dorm we're in, and it's, like, crazy to see that, like, he's at the next level winning the championship. So that's awesome to me, like, just seeing the guys that I worked with, um, you know, play with, just seeing them be successful means nothing more to me. So um, it's awesome to see that, and, like, it's just I'm grateful for just the opportunity I've had in college, even though there's been a lot of ups and downs. Like, it's nothing's been easy for me, for sure. Like, I've, I've had ups and downs, but that's what comes with it. That's life, and everybody has their own process. That's what I always try to pride myself on, like, don't worry about what this guy's doing, that guy's doing, whatever. Just focus on yourself because when you get carried away with all that stuff, you start negatively impacting yourself. So being able to just focus on everything I've been through is great. And at the end of the day, I got another 365 days here. So I can't be more grateful for that. But um, like I said, I'm just super excited going into this year, going to finish this recovery process out smooth and then start busting, getting work. Watching former teammates win championships, reminiscing on the memories. What are you not going to miss about college? Uh, that's hard. I mean, there's not a lot of negatives, man. Like, I don't think you could ask for a better better lifestyle with just being able to play basketball the way you love, get a great degree. Um, but, I, I mean, if there was a negative, I can't, I'm trying to think. I guess for me personally, it was just all the coaching changes. I guess that's something that was negatively for me going through all the coaching changes, but I feel like that developed me as a person. So I can't really be, be negative about that. Like that helped me to where I'm at now with my mental state and it helped me mature faster than I would have if I didn't have a coaching change, I think. So honestly, to be honest, I haven't really had many negatives. Um, like I, I've just taken everything as a positive, like even the negatives I've had when I transferred or things I looked at that were negative, I was able to like flip my mindset just to look at it as a positive because if you look at negatives as a positive, how you can turn it into something to like elevate and move forward, like it always helps you. So I really don't really have um, too many negatives, to be honest with you. I know that you talked about your teammates and your memories and different having different coaching staffs. What are you most proud of at your time at the University of Florida, even if you got one more year left? I would just say like what I told you, uh, like I did um, while we've been talking, just Honestly, to me, like, deep down, there's nothing better than being able to put that jersey on. Like, I, I take so much pride in that. Like, I have my senior jersey in my apartment here that I look at every day, and it just humbles me. Like, it makes it makes me, like, get the goosebumps every day because I'm like, damn, I cannot wait for the season to start. Like, when I decided to come back, like, I was, I was I'm all in. Like, I'm locked in on this year. Um, we got a new guy. So, just being able to just continue to be a leader, be the guy that I am, be myself, don't let nothing, nothing change me, but – just represent my home state, represent my family. Uh, that, jer that name on the back of my jersey is, is super huge and the name on the front of the jersey. So um, those, that's really just the biggest thing for me. Like, I'm, I'm super prideful in that, and, and I love wearing that jersey, love being at this school, everybody who's here. It's just been nothing but great for me and nothing but positive um, memories that I've had. So I'm always going to cherish being at this school in Gainesville. But like I said, I got one more year and just ready to attack it for real.
All right, Kyler, man, I've heard about these SEC basketball, man. Is there a favorite team that you like, you know what I'm saying, putting a W up against? Is there a favorite team that you like to compete against in the SEC? Yeah, um, we've had some good games since I've been here. Um, last year, if I'm going to be honest with you, I want to come for Tennessee because I couldn't play last year. When we played <laughs> so I, I was injured, um, and, you know, I got a little bit of salt, a little bit of greed when they won the championship because I was like, well, you know, we just didn't play him. I didn't play him, and I was I was injured. So I'd say because I was injured and I didn't get to really play them, I really want to play them again. But honestly, all teams, because I wasn't fully healthy going into the end of the year. And this year, I just feel like I'm going to be a new animal with both shoulders fully, fully uh, recovered. So I'm just ready to kill everybody, to be honest with you. Kyle, most guys in your position would love to be at the University of Florida or the, or the school of their choice to be able to see – Hey man, I can see I can see uh, that NBA dream or that that professional basketball dream real close. The fact that you get one more year, as you mentioned, I get another 365 days at, at my at you know at my home state school, the flagship university in Florida. What does that really feel like? Because you sometimes when we do it every day, we kind of normalize it. We even though it's not normal at all, how do you make sure you say, "Hey man, I can still pinch myself"? Because at any given moment. I'm one of the starting five in Division One basketball at one of the biggest universities on the planet, and I'm a hell of a player on top of that. Yeah, um, I think just being able to like, I, like as far as like I told you before, just having the right circle around you because they remind me every once in a while, like yo, like sometimes I give people a lot of credit, and I'm a humble guy, and I try to stand on that, but um, sometimes you're like yo, like look yourself in the mirror and, and you know, real recognize real and realize who you are, like. You're the dog you are. That's what you pride yourself on. And, you know, at the end of the day, you believe nobody can stop you. We believe nobody can stop you. So you got to have the extra chip as well. But um, I try to just live my life as being humble, being the guy I am. So I don't really put too much thought into, like, oh, I'm calling. Like, I'm at University of Florida or whatever. But I do realize it for sure. Like, I definitely realize the opportunity I've gotten. Um, but I think it's more of just having gratitude. That's the biggest thing, just being grateful for the position I'm in. Because I've seen guys mess up opportunities. I've seen guys you know, slip and, and not do the right things or get in trouble or it just doesn't work out because I've had all the right things lined up for me to get to where I want to go. And I've had the people in my circle to help me, teachers, coaches, friends, family, all that stuff has always helped me get to where I want to go. So I just got to be grateful for all those people because I can't just say, oh, I did everything myself because that is a complete lie. Like there's been so many people who have helped me get to this point. Um, so I think just gratitude is the biggest thing, but also, you know, realizing like who I am and and the player I am, like, I definitely, you know, know how um, I can impact the team, impact winning, and impact a school like this. It feels great, for sure, going back to putting that jersey on and knowing, like, you know, I'm representing my home state. I'm representing where I'm from. And a lot of these people that go to school here are from Florida. So they feel the same thing I feel. So um, it's awesome being able to feel that. But at the end of the day, I try to just be as grateful as I can for everybody who's helped me and get me to the point I'm at and to where I want to go because I still have a lot of basketball left for me to go. Colin Councilton, I'm sorry. Two-time All-SEC performer, coming off an injury, putting putting it out there. Everybody who got to play him next year, hey, man, don't take it personal. I'm doing this to everybody if you got on the wrong jersey. And finally, Colin, I got to ask, man, you can do it all. You're talking about you love the defensive side, but you can shoot the rock. You can penetrate. You can dunk that thing. You got that. What would you rather do? Block a dude, shot and stare at him, dunk on him, Cross him up and shoot a three. What what would be your perfect mood on? Not saying you're trying to, you know, uh, 
belittle him, but what would you rather do? Dunk on a dude and look at him like, yeah, I do this. Would you rather cross him? What would Colin want to do to a dude? Let him know, hey, dude, I, I don't know what you saw on tape, but I ain't nothing to play with. Uh, 100% blocking somebody, glassing somebody, swatting it into, like, the first row. I, I love doing that. That's like, there's no better feeling, to be honest, than, than doing that. Like, because it's not even just sending a message to that guy. It's like sending a message to whoever's on the court. Like, you come in this area, like, I'm protecting this. Like, I got my teammates back. So even if they make a mistake or something, like, I'm right here. You got to get through me as well to get to the rim. So um, being able to just, like, swat a shot far out of bounds or just block somebody and glass them on a backboard, that, that feeling, that, it's a good rush. Like, a lot of people know what it is. So it's just a, it's just a big rush that you get when you just swat somebody and you let them know, like, hey, like, it's, it's not easy over here. You're not getting nothing easy. So that's just – that's what I love doing. So that's probably the biggest thing, for real. Colin Castleton. Two-time All-SEC performer, started off in Michigan, now back with them Florida Gators. If you're not a Gator, it doesn't matter anyway. And listen, no free buckets in the lane, coming off an injury, got a new whip. If you're looking for him around town, no more, no more, no more, no more tight knees. Man, kicking it with his homie, man, me on, on this show, man, 84 reasons, not my reasons, his reasons, he is Colin, I am Ben. We appreciate y'all. All right, Colin.